The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. China has issued a set of special stamps featuring the ancient city of Pingyao in North China's Shanxi province to mark the 26th anniversary of the ancient city's inscription on the UNESCO World Heritage List. The set of three stamps and a miniature sheet feature overall scenes and representative architecture of the ancient city. The selling price of the whole set is 9 yuan, about 1 US dollar and 70 cents. With a history of over 2,700 years, Pingyao is famous for its well-preserved ancient architecture. It was named as a World Heritage Site by UNESCO in 1997. You're listening to Special English. Global revenues from women's sport will top 1 billion US dollars for the first time in 2024, thanks to an explosion in popularity. That is according to financial experts Deloitte. Fresh from a highly successful 2023 World Cup in Australia and New Zealand, football's revenue is expected to reach 555 million US dollars out of a total predicted figure of 1.28 billion US dollars in 2024. But more than 50% of total revenue for women's sport is still generated in North America, despite the growth of women's football in Europe. Deloitte expects valuations for teams and leagues will continue to rise, with several team values predicted to exceed 100 million US dollars next year. Jennifer Haskell, Insights lead for Deloitte's sports business group, said that over the past few years, exceptional growth has been observed in women's sport worldwide, driving a significant uplift in its commercial value, which in turn has led to a growing interest from investors. She said that women's sport is increasingly being viewed as a unique product that is becoming ever more distinct from men's elite sport. Haskell said that the surge in fan and investor engagement is leading to new and improved opportunities for clubs and leagues including greater commercial partnerships, increased participation and bigger match days. The booming popularity of women's sport is expected to lead to more prime-time broadcasting slots 
and visibility on streaming platforms. Commercial income still accounts for more than 50% of total revenue, but that percentage share is falling thanks to bigger broadcast deals and attendances on match days. This is Special English. China's National Cultural Heritage Administration has unveiled new archaeological discoveries at the ruins of Liangzhu ancient city and its water conservancy system. The recent findings have provided a preliminary understanding of the three development phases of the Liangzhu ruins, starting from scattered settlements to the construction of a water conservancy system and eventually the erection of the Liangzhu ancient city. The ruins, located in East China's Zhejiang province, have gained the world's recognition as a testimony to the existence of Chinese civilization at least 5,000 years ago. They have been inscribed on the UNESCO World Heritage List. Since 2020, Chinese researchers have been excavating the sites located south of the ancient city, including Beisun, Shan, and Nanwang Miao. The sites date back to about 5,500 to 5,000 years ago, all before the construction time of the ancient city. The workers who built the ancient city might have lived at the sites. That is according to Feng Xiangming, head of the Zhejiang Provincial Institute of Cultural Relics and Archaeology. The researchers discovered a tomb with rich burial objects, including valuable jadeware, at Beisun site. The tomb is believed to have belonged to a female having a relatively high social status. Previous studies have found a large-scale water conservancy system in the northwest of the ancient city. During recent excavation around the Liangzhu ruins, the researchers have discovered nearly 20 ancient dams. Seven of the newly found dams can be dated back to approximately 5,000 years ago and are part of the same local water conservancy system. Surprisingly, one of the dams had stones built on its side slope facing the water, supposedly a specific measure to cope with the impact of transient floods. That is according to Wang Ningyuan from the Provincial Institute of Cultural Relics and Archaeology, who is also in charge of the archaeology project at Liangzhu Ancient City and its water conservancy system. Archaeological discoveries and research findings in recent years have revealed the evolution of the concept of settlement management 
and urban construction, as well as the belief systems of the Liangzhu people. Feng Xiangming said that the findings also help to show the significance of Liangzhu culture in the origin of Neolithic civilization in China. You're listening to Special English. You've been listening to programs from CGTN Radio. CGTN Radio. We invite you to visit us online for more audio, pictures, and in-depth reports. At radio.cgtn.com, you can access a wide range of programs and find your favorite news, talk, features, entertainment shows, and podcasts. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. This is special English. Two near-Earth asteroids have been discovered by China's Wide Field Survey Telescope, MOSE, put into use in September in northwest China's Qinghai Province. The telescope is capable of surveying the entire northern sky every three nights. The two celestial bodies were first spotted on November the eighteenth by the telescope Mozi, and later the Minor Planet Center under the International Astronomical Union confirmed the discovery. With an estimated diameter of one hundred and seventy meters, one of the asteroids is categorized as a potentially hazardous one. For having an Earth minimum orbit intersection distance of 0.0416 astronomical units, which is equal to some six million kilometers, measuring 2.5 meters in diameter, the Wide Field Telescope was jointly developed by the University of Science and Technology of China, and the Purple Mountain Observatory under the Chinese Academy of Sciences. It is nicknamed Mozi after the ancient Chinese philosopher Mozi, also known as Mieus, who is said to be among the first in history. To have conducted optical experiments, one of the major goals of this telescope is to survey objects in the solar system, and, according to Zhao Haibin, lead of the telescope's Solar System Bodies Study Program, astronomers using the telescope have already found a new batch of main belt asteroids. And rediscovered several near-Earth asteroids. This is special English. Chinese drone maker DJI has unveiled two new drone models that can be applied in multiple scenarios to make agricultural production easier. The Shenzhen-based tech company. Said that the T60 agricultural drone can be used in various fields, including farming, forestry, and aquaculture, 
with functions such as farmland spraying and aerial seeding. The T-25P drone, meanwhile, is a lightweight model that is more flexible and convenient for operating on scattered and small plots. According to the company's data, its drone products have assisted agricultural production in an area of 650 million mu, about 43 million hectares, across China this year, which accounts for about 30% of the country's total arable land. DJI agricultural drones have been operated in more than 100 countries and regions. You're listening to Special English. Thailand and China's Hong Kong Special Administrative Region have launched a cross-border QR code payment service aiming to provide a swift, secure and easily accessible retail payment experience for travellers through the link between Thailand's PromptPay and Hong Kong's faster payment system, customers can use their mobile payment applications to scan QR codes displayed by merchants for a seamless and efficient transaction, while merchants receive their funds instantly. That is according to a joint press release by the Bank of Thailand and Hong Kong Monetary Authority. The governor of the Bank of Thailand said the collaboration marks a significant step towards a more interconnected and digitized financial landscape in the region. This cross-border QR payment system is expected to bring tangible benefits to the 1.5 million tourists from Hong Kong and Thailand, enhancing convenience for travellers and supporting tourism and economic activities between the two economies. Eddie Yue, chief executive of the Hong Kong Monetary Authority, said the launch of the service marked an important milestone for Hong Kong's faster payment system in expanding its utility to cross-border payments. Seven participating banks and two non-bank stored value facilities from Hong Kong, along with three commercial banks from Thailand, are among the service providers offering this cross-border payment service. This is Special English. Authorities in China have been promoting the use of large font sizes in physical and electronic versions of drug information labels and leaflets to address the diverse reading needs of patients. According to the latest guidelines, any titles, warnings or names on the labels should be prominent and may be enlarged and in bold. The National Medical Products Administration 
recently released the guidelines to enhance patient safety following mandatory provisions for drug information labels and leaflets in the Law on Barrier-Free Environment Construction, which came into effect on September the 1st. Electronic versions of the leaflets should support zoom-in and out functions and should not exhibit noticeable font and layout differences when displayed on different devices. The document said that advertising plugins, especially those related to payment and inducement buttons, are prohibited to ensure comprehensive access to drug information by patients and professionals. The issue of tiny fonts in drug information leaflets has long been a public concern, impacting the safety of medication use and hindering accessible information. You're listening to Special English. A collaborative team of Chinese and US scientists has identified a new ancestor of modern maize, highlighting the potential of the crop's wild relatives to be utilized in future breeding. The study, published in the journal Science, reveals that the origin of modern maize can be traced to an admixture between ancient maize and a teosinte living in the highlands of Mexico some 4,000 years after domestication began. The origins of maize were controversial for almost a century, and recent work suggested the possible contribution of a wild relative. The researchers from Huazhong Agricultural University and the University of California, Davis, examined genetic data from more than 1,000 varieties of maize and related species to clarify the complex origins of this agricultural staple. According to the study, the hybridization with this wild relative occurred about 6,000 years ago, which was before the crop spread across the Americas, either replacing or hybridizing with pre-existing maize populations. The researchers said that the results clarify the origin of modern maize and also pointed to the crop's wild relative's potential as a source of adaptive diversity for future breeding. This is Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. China's National Cultural Heritage Administration has unveiled new archaeological discoveries at the ruins of Liangzhu ancient city and its water conservancy system. The recent findings have provided a preliminary understanding of the three development phases of the Liangzhu ruins 
starting from scattered settlements to the construction of a water conservancy system and eventually the erection of Liangzhu Ancient City. The ruins, located in East China's Zhejiang province, have gained the world's recognition as a testimony to the existence of Chinese civilization at least 5,000 years ago. They have been inscribed on the UNESCO World Heritage List. Since 2020, Chinese researchers have been excavating the sites located south of Liangzhu Ancient City, including Beisun, Fenghuangshan and Nanwang Miao. The sites date back to about 5,500 to 5,000 years ago, all before the construction time of the ancient city. The workers who built the ancient city might have lived at the sites. That is according to Feng Xiangming, head of the Zhejiang Provincial Institute of Cultural Relics and Archaeology. The researchers discovered a tomb with rich burial objects, including valuable jadeware, at Beisun site. The tomb is believed to have belonged to a female having a relatively high social status. Previous studies have found a large-scale water conservancy system in the northwest of the ancient city. During recent excavation around the Liangzhu ruins, the researchers have discovered nearly 20 ancient dams. Seven of the newly found dams can be dated back to approximately 5,000 years ago and are part of the same local water conservancy system. Surprisingly, one of the dams had stones built on its side slope facing the water, supposedly a specific measure to cope with the impact of transient floods. That is according to Wang Ningyuan from the Provincial Institute of Cultural Relics and Archaeology, who is also in charge of the archaeology project at Liangzhu Ancient City and its water conservancy system. Archaeological discoveries and research findings in recent years have revealed the evolution of the concept of settlement management and urban construction, as well as the belief system of the Liangzhu people. Feng Xiangming said that the findings also helped to show the significance of Liangzhu culture in the origin of Neolithic civilization in China. You're listening to Special English. Global revenues from women's sport will top 1 billion US dollars for the first time in 2024, thanks to an explosion in popularity. That is according to financial experts Deloitte. Fresh from a highly successful 2023 World Cup in Australia and New Zealand, football's revenue is expected to reach 555 million US dollars, out of a total predicted figure of 1.28 billion US dollars in 2024 but more than 50% of total revenue for women's sport is still generated in North America, despite the growth of women's football in Europe. Deloitte expects valuations for teams and leagues will continue to rise, with several team values predicted to exceed $100 million US million next year. Jennifer Haskell, Insight's lead for Deloitte's Sports Business Group, said that over the past few years, exceptional growth has been observed in women's sport worldwide, driving a significant uplift in its commercial value, which in turn has led to growing interest from investors. She said that women's sport is increasingly being viewed as a unique product that is becoming ever more distinct from men's elite sport. Haskell said that the surge in fan and investor engagement is leading to new and improved opportunities for clubs and leagues, 
including greater commercial partnerships, increased participation and bigger match days. The booming popularity of women's sport is expected to lead to more prime-time broadcasting slots and visibility on streaming platforms. Commercial income still accounts for more than 50% of total revenue, but that percentage share is falling thanks to bigger broadcast deals and attendances on match days. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.